So hi everyone. Um, welcome back to the Fashion Pulpit, the Power of Swapping series. This is Ray, and we always invite our beloved swappers to talk to us to share their swapping experiences, their journey towards a more sustainable lifestyle. And our hope with this conversation is hopefully you get inspired at some point at the same time also have like a food for thought of, of, of whatever we will be discussing and this can be also your roadmap if you are just starting to adopt a more sustainable lifestyle you know whatever that can be related to the to your lifestyle and i'm quite excited today because we have different dynamics of our guests today and they have really interesting story of how they started swapping and and why they are swapping at the same time why they're advocating sustainability so without further ado i would have have them introduce themselves and we will start with jasmine oh wait me first <laughs> okay oh, no, no. sorry <laughs> i'll say shock yeah yeah okay okay <laughs> Okay, so do I go first or Jasmine? Do you uh, then you go can go. It. Yeah. Okay. Um, so nice to meet everyone. Uh, this is my first time meeting everybody. So it's a pleasure to spend uh, Saturday afternoon with everybody. And obviously talking about swapping, something we're all really passionate and interested in. So um, a little bit about myself. I am a recent fashion business graduate. Uh, I graduated from London College of Fashion doing fashion, fashion management. Uh, yeah, I think um, a lot of my research and my work has to do with um, fashion sustainability and advocating for um, a more humane and conscious fashion system. Um, most recently, my uh, final thesis uh, dissertation is actually on um, the clothes swapping movement. So I did my whole uh, uh, final major project on discovering the nuances and also the layers that come with this very powerful movement that I don't think um, has had or gained enough attention yet. So yeah, so part of why I wanted to research and um, talk to people about swapping is also to promote um, the benefits of swapping and the value that swapping creates. So yeah, um, I'm looking forward to hear everyone else's story. Uh, if there's anything else you want me to add on, Ray, you can just let me know later and just want to... Yeah. Pass on the mic to someone else. Cool. Yeah, Ratna. Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Ratna. So basically, I'm working in the education sector. I help undergraduate students to be career ready. Uh, and also help employers to hire millennials talent. And apart from that, I also have my other side hustle uh, training business as well. Basically, I'm doing um, mindfulness training in helping people to be able to over empowering people, especially women and youth in overcoming their difficult emotions and also tapping into their inner resources to help them discover their fullest potential and also share able to share their gifts to the world as well yeah and um yeah uh discover all this about swapping and all that through uh ray uh started from sopaholic and then uh, going to the patient pulpit as well 
and has been really uh, loving it so much and le looking forward to share more about my experience later. Yeah. Thank you. Nice to meet you. And Jasmine. Hi, everyone. Yes, awesome to meet everyone on Zoom. <laughs> Emi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me here. Yeah, I'm a creative brand consultant and zero waste advocate and activist since 2018. I'm also a curator and founder of a secondhand pre-love store called the Black Market Pre-Love. It's in Kuala Lumpur. So I was a shopaholic, a hoarder, a collector, uh, and a very well-organized one. <laughs> so since I started my zero waste journey in 2018, I also committed to zero shopping, especially fast fashion items. So then I now swap instead of shop. So I also met Ray and team uh, during the Swapaholic event. Uh, I think I joined and I met you and your, your partner before. And then now uh, I'm, I'm a goer to the fashion pulpit. Every time I'm stuck in Singapore, I'm there to swap clothes. <laughs> so thank you for saving my life. <laughs> yes, yes. We're yeah. happy to help you in any way that we can. Cool. Thanks for that lovely introduction. So now we know a bit um of yourself and how you guys started because i know we all met in all different places like in jasmine i think that was the time where you were starting to like really being proactive in the zero waste movement like i, I, I was seeing a lot of your like posts that you were like selling your items like decluttering a lot of stuff and with um, with Singh, I, I was able to meet her, I think, last year, where um, she was coming from, like, a school holiday. Yeah, and I then was, was during funny. my summer break, yeah, when I was back in the country, and I hit you up because I had some question um, yeah, yeah. about swapping, and yeah, the works around that, so that's how we yeah. And Ratna was, like, was there since day one we've started and, like, never stopped swapping. So without <laughs> a brief in, um, history of, of the, the relationship that we all had, can you tell us more on how you guys, like, started? Like, you were sharing that you, like, for Jasmine, you used to be a swap um, shopaholic mm -hmm. and turned to, um, you know, a more conscious consumer i would say and same thing with radna and saying so can you tell us that journey of how is it how is it like me go first <laughs> okay uh it has been quite freeing actually to to let go of more stuff and to have less so my my addiction used to be shopping right but now my obsession is having less and with swapping, it's kind of a, a yeah and nay for me. I have to practice a lot of self-control because with swapping, I always ended up with more. But it helped because with what little I have, I can swap to more uh, fun stuff that I can wear and explore in terms of style. But in terms of downsizing and being minimal, uh, it's not helping. <laughs> I always end up with more amazing, wonderful things. <laughs> That's my take. What same here, what, same here. <laughs> what was the push for you, Jasmine, to, you know, end your relationship of being a shopaholic to a more conscious consumer? What was that incident that gave you that motivation uh, to... That wake-up you know, call, huh? Yeah, that awareness. So in Singapore, I used to have a store called Black Market as well. It's a fashion store that feature all the best of Asia designers. So we have designers from Singapore, from Malaysia, Indonesia, Philippines, Vietnam, 
out of the best of region. And uh, what happened is I had run that business for five years and it closed because uh, our rental just increased by double. I didn't sign out to work for the landlord and then we decided to let it go. So we can't sustain the passion anymore. And what happened is I left with nothing but a walk-in wardrobe filled with clothes and a lot of time. <laughs> so that was my moment of truth when I squat down on my massive exploding wardrobe. Uh, I often catch myself thinking I have nothing to wear. So I, I'm sure some of you can relate to that too. So then I asked myself, have my life been all about accumulating stuff, buying stuff, work hard, shop hard, accumulating stuff till this point? And then I started just decided to just let go and clear because I lost my identity with these clothes and I just uh, sell them off for survivor. <laughs> I need money to feed myself. That's how it all started. And then having less, just getting more lighter and lighter. And then yeah, no turning back. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, and what was it like for you, um, Ratna? How, how did it happen? How did I happen? Uh, I think I started uh, like going into secondhand clothes through carousel. I started with carousel first. I'm, I'm, to be honest, I'm a huge fan of Love Bonito clothes. So you know Love Bonito, right? When they launch, uh, like within seconds, like it can like gone, like <laughs> like yeah. So it's very popular. So a lot of clothes that I want, right, couldn't get it in their on, on online. So that's how I started uh, going into carousel and then hunting for love bonito clothes and all that. And I got it at a much cheaper price and it's still in a very good quality. So that's how I get started into um, a secondhand clothes and all that. And then after that, I chance upon uh, swapping through uh i think it's uh green is the new black um festival mm -hmm. uh, somewhere in uh i can't remember where is it yeah so i got into it and then it's like oh there is a swapping so it, it, it intrigues my curiosity and then i was like eh, what is this about so someone was explaining to me about how the swapping works and all that. It's like, hey, it's very interesting. I've got a lot of clothes at home and I, I love to, <laughs> I love to like, uh, you know, like a lot of times when we buy clothes, right? We only buy like, um, we buy a lot of clothes, but we only wear like once or twice. So a lot of my are still very nice. So that I kind of like, Wait, we're kind of lost, lost in you right now. Okay, oh no. maybe she's frozen. <laughs> she's frozen. This is the new, the new thing with the technology now. So maybe Ratna, if you're not using your 4G, um, I think it would be best to um, use the 4G because Wi-Fi sometimes it's very unstable. So maybe we jump to Zing first while waiting for Ratna. Yeah. Okay before she comes back tonight. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, yeah, I think uh, just like everyone else, um, maybe more similar to Jasmine, it's like the revelation, right? Of like how, how, um, how the, how my, my own, uh, my own personal focus on fashion has always been slightly warped by how um, fashion itself desired, desires to be presented uh, 
either by themselves, by brands, or by the media. So I, um, I sort of like entered the fashion industry as a fashion student. I was very wide-eyed and very enticed by the by the glitz and glamour that fashion has to. Whoops, sorry, let me just mute that. That fashion has to uh, has to offer. Hi, yeah, I'm back. back. <laughs> <laughs> you can continue Zing first and they can go back to Ratna. Yeah, no problem. Okay, sorry, let me just uh, finish up. Um, yeah, and then I think, uh, I, I, I mean, so I, I, I started out, uh, I, I went to business school, right? I like fashion business school because I wanted to work in marketing. I mean, that was like my first uh instinct uh, my first the thing I wanted to do but then now I hate it I absolutely hate it I can never imagine myself doing like right now doing anything remotely related to um, asking people to buy for no for no reason uh, unless your brand uh, uh, supports a greater cost other than simply selling to your customers um, mm. my, my money spending walls are very very high up and there's no way you can get to me sort of thing so yeah I, I've also been on a fast fashion band for close to two years maybe two three years from I think since 2017 um, yeah and then in 2018 actually uh, during fashion revolution week I organized my first coat swap in my living room so I was living with uh, four in London in London yeah in, nice. in, in this shared flat in London and uh, I, I don't really know how I I because at that time, at that point, I, I didn't know the existence of uh, the fashion pulpit. So I don't even know how the idea came to my mind. Uh, but, you know, when we were younger, it was very common to exchange clothing between friends and family. So maybe that was just what I thought was a good idea. So I organized a, a living room sort of swap. And I uh, invited my, I created a Facebook event, invited my friends and invited friends of friends. So that was really interesting. It was like a, we had a potluck and it was, it was really... It was good fun. So yeah, I think um, swapping especially has definitely changed the way I look at the clothing that I own. I used to see clothing as a form of self-expression. I took a lot of pride in dressing quirky and, and having a unique style. That was, that was how I, I expressed my love for fashion. But right now, I think uh, it's it's uh, stripped down to, a, to just like having to, to consume or use fashion in a very guilt-free way. Uh, that that you know that has minimal cost because we can all enjoy fashion and buy fashion the way we want to but we have to ask ourselves at, at what cost and to what extent do we want to um do we want to see the impact that we leave behind like in terms of our purchases so i think swapping is perfect in a sense that it balances out uh like like jasmine said right you even though you 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 are able to swap more but and you bring more things back home maybe, but you are able to bring it back to the next swap. So you ensure that, you know, the clothes are always in this circular loop and you ensure that even if, you know, like these clothing are not going to be discarded or going to the landfill or going to the incinerators and end up in burn into, but, but like, or in some other country that we don't even know where, um, yeah, which even, world, right? Yeah, they might not even appreciate our fashion. Yeah, and from the... Yeah. 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 From the exactly. fashion uh, recycler, they bundle it up and they send to Pakistan or they send to Bangladesh, who might not appreciate the kind of fashion that we enjoy. 
So then exactly. it's always good. Yeah, that's why um, the pre-love store happened also because we're trying to fill in that gap where it's too wasted. Clothes that are still good to be worn, to be donated. Um, mm. We still can circulate amongst uh, fashion lovers to be reworn and re-wear. Yeah, re-wear and re-circulate. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Just keep sure. it, spin it around, yeah. Yeah, so, so swapping as like an alternative fashion consumption um, activity, really sort of like, once I started swapping, it was really hard to go back to the non-swapping life, right? Because yeah. it really allowed me to rewire and rethink about the movement, the physical movement and the flow of clothing, whether um, they are pre-loved, used, or even brand new clothing that has yet to be worn, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess um, I, I was really intrigued by this whole idea, and I, I still am, and very impassioned by this fashion activity. So I decided to dedicate my my dissertation journey, if yeah, I would call it that, to, to, to try to promote this fashion activity. So, yeah. Cool. Okay, so with that um, experiences of you coming along to pre-love and then swapping, as an Asian, like everyone um, have at some point have their own stigma, like a pass-on belief of what secondhand is all about. Did it come to, in like, was it a consideration for you to do secondhand because of that, you know, um, negative stigma that was passed on to you what was that process like i can start first there's no stigma for me i'm a second child so everything basically i handed down to me <laughs> so then i have been so used to secondhand even as a shopaholic before when i buy from retail store i would rather take the display piece than a new piece because i just mm-hmm. like the fact that it is one there's something wrong with me <laughs> <laughs> so secondhand is like perfect for me and I've been doing flea market shopping, uh, thrift shopping, thrift market shopping since day one. Yeah, so, so this is not new to me. So for you, like, because I'm also like a third child, like I've, I, I've always get like hand-me-downs from my brothers. Yeah. So for me, I think, or I don't know, if for you, so it was... It was no thinking for secondhand that is coming from your family because you know exactly where the clothes is coming from, how it was used. But for you, was it the same thing? Like, regardless of clothes that is coming from your family or from yourself, um, was it different or it's like the same thing for you? Like, it's all secondhand. Oh, uh, I have no qualm with it. Uh, but what happened is, uh, I think because I'm always getting hand-me-down, so the moment when I have money, uh, I started buying a lot. But with, sorry, my setup that great. <laughs> so even with that, right? I still wanted something that is worn. I I would rather take a you know a display piece rather than a than a brand new piece. So there's something about yeah that worn feeling that I like so i'm not sure if i answered to your question but yeah 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 that's 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 your take I, cool thank you yeah i i do i do hear last time you know when we when a shop in those teeth market they say back in the days maybe during our grandma time people do steal from the dead so the olden days people they are a bit iffy about pre-love or second-hand or teeth market because you never know which dead body they steal from, right? Yeah, so I guess that's the stigma. But then from our time, I think it's pretty safe. It's basically worn by someone who's alive and hand me down. Yeah. Mm. 
Cool, thanks. And about you, Rana, was it the same thing? How was that process of embracing secondhand like? Actually, for me, it's very, uh, it, it comes very, uh, like, quite naturally, as in, as in, as in like, when I, I got uh, to hear about swapping, right, it's like, hey, it's very interesting. So, it, it triggers my curiosity, and there was not much, like, um, anything, like, misconception about swapping, or like, uh, secondhand things and all that, so... It was just like, oh, I just wanted to find out more about what is this swapping is all about. Yeah, so it kind of like, and and, and, and as I started to do it, right, it was like, hey, it's very fun, you know, like, uh, I still remember my very, uh, not first experience, like a few times, uh, there was a pop-up event. Um, and then uh, it was like, whereby, like, it was a, it's a man, it's a mess uh, fitting room. So everyone was like changing room <laughs> in the same room together. I was like, uh, okay, yeah. that was quite interesting. <laughs> but I was just having like, uh, it was, it was, uh, it was quite weird in the sense like, uh, like you are like changing with everyone else, you know, there was, uh, that, that initial, initial, thought that I have but as I do it right it was like hey, it was so fun because um it was fun because right uh, like some of the girls at the other side when they when they when they try their clothes and then some of the clothes doesn't fit them and then they will they will look around and say hey I think I think this this red dress is really good on you then she passed to me you know and I was like oh wow that was so nice of her you know and I and when I when I tried it it was like looks good lah. so it was like oh thank you <laughs> so i got that dress yeah so it was just a fun experience of swapping with a fellow swappers that has been like they're, they're just so kind to like pass around you know the things that they think looks good on somebody else yeah so it was i, I thought it was really fun lah. so from then on then I, I started to bring some of my friends to also swap with me as well so the experience becomes um, very interesting because you bring like friends and yeah, you interact yeah. with fellow swappers as well. Yeah, you've been also bringing a lot of your interns as well. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a good mentor for um, a sustainable lifestyle. <laughs> Thank you. So how about for saying um, with your the studies that you were doing um, and also your personal experiences, what were like the common, I would say challenges that you get from people of them stopping to embrace secondhand? Yeah, um, actually a few points I want to share. Uh, I think when I did a survey with, uh, so uh, the, qu the quantitative side of my research, uh, I found out that actually uh, the small pool of um, older people who, who did my survey, most of them swap. So actually, um, and, and in fact, the, the, peop the, swap, uh, the people who did my survey aged between 20 to 29, um, half of them did not swap. So I, I don't know, I just wanted to bring this up. It could, it, it's quite interesting to see, you know, how, um, even though, you know, we have this uh, uh, assumption that the older generation is not open to secondhand clothing or pre-loved clothing. Maybe they are, or, or maybe it's just, I got lucky. But yeah, so I, I think uh, this is something to think about. And also, um, 
I think one challenge that uh, it's not a personal challenge, but I think a, a challenge to the movement to promote fashion, uh, I mean, swapping as a whole, is that I think people can't reconcile with the fact that they are, uh, that, that, that there is like a mismatch of value. Because like if you have, when you have secondhand clothing, um, the first instinct that people have to get rid of them is to sell them, right? Because when you sell mm. them, you make a profit. So, uh, you you would rather you you would rather put them on carousel or sell them on a secondhand uh, platform on eBay, for example, and rather than than you know donating them or swapping them because yeah, that's just how the human mind works, right? You you weigh your, your yeah. pros and cons. So I think maybe uh, that would be something that um, the swapping movement have to address uh, in due time because you need to, and I guess that that's how the fashion pulpit, platforms like the fashion pulpit come into the picture, right? Because you provide additional value, like with your workshops, you know, this community that you, that you, that you engage with, like this Zoom session, for example, it is value adding to the whole movement. But I think uh, this is also something that uh, swappers and also people who have not tried swapping it could be a point of consideration. Yeah, just two things off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah. Going back Actually, to, sorry. Yeah, I was going back uh, to you, Jasmine, because yeah, um, you've been. I know you've that you've been doing a lot of talks. Um, most of the time, you are based in Malaysia, and your works are more focused there. But also, you do some works in, um, in Singapore. So having all of that engagement, I'm sure you met a lot of people with different questions of the lifestyle that you choose. So that's like secondhand or on also zero waste. What were like the most interesting questions and like engagement that you have that you can share with us? Mm, it's more like the misconception of zero waste term itself. So a lot of people, when they first heard about the term zero waste, even including myself, I'm just thinking, how is it possible to achieve absolutely zero waste? You know, mm. but then actually zero waste is not about achieving zero waste. So every time you see people like B. Johnson or trash is for tosser, um, they always hold a jar of trash. Um, so then that's when I realized it's actually to not uh, waste anything. It's to achieve zero wastage on anything. So if you don't waste it, then nothing get wasted. Yeah, if I make sense. <laughs> if I actually make any sense. Let me see. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And how about for like secondhand? Do you get questions like very common questions like in every parts of Malaysia or in Singapore that is like the same concern that you're getting? Uh, yeah, okay. I can say from my experience from the pre-love store that started. So I assume because in, in Malaysia, I would think that my target audience would mostly be Malays, right? But you'd be surprised. Chinese, a lot of Chinese and a lot of Western foreigners, tourists, they are my customers. <laughs> uh, so people are open to buying pre-love. They have no stigma at all. I mean, I think because there's just so much clothes out there already, I think including secondhand, especially Malaysia is one of the recipients of uh, pre-love clothing from Japan and from the other countries. So people are very used to secondhand items there. Yeah, so it's no surprise. Yeah. Also, I think just to add on to that, I think swapping um, is almost like a phenomenon that came about from people just being tired of mass-produced new clothes, right? Mm -hmm. it is, yeah. It's so overwhelming. So people are like, you know what? Like, let's 
let's do it between you and I. I want to be in control again of, of how my clothes move in this system, right? Like, yeah. I don't want to go through a, a, a brand a, a brand owned by a billionaire, for example, and, and let, let us be in control again of how we want to bring clothes into and out of our wardrobes. I think that is actually quite empowering in how swapping is a fashion activity that, you know, and, and, and I remember also uh, last time when I loved uh, thrift shopping, I still love thrift shopping. We used to find like vintage pieces with really good quality material. You know, when you hold a certain vintage pieces, you're like, oh my God, this feels so good. <laughs> and I feel, I feel people are getting smarter because uh, with fast fashion, the production is just getting shittier and shittier and you pay so much, even though it seems cheap, but you actually pay a lot for shitty stuff made from sweatshops and suffering of people. So then what's the whole point of buying new now? So buying secondhand and swapping is the new thing to, to do because yeah. it, it just it just makes yeah, sense yeah. because yeah. also this planet has so much being produced already. We yeah. just have to wear them and use them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Circulate them. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's yeah. true. So yeah. going back to um Ratna, I think you're the most seasoned swapper here. Can you share? <laughs> can you share a bit of like your uh, memorable experiences aside from you know being a in a communal changing room <laughs> and also like uh, maybe one of the most challenging situations that you faced when you were swapping when I was swapping challenges uh. like challenges and one that is like the most memorable experience that you had uh, I thought the the one in the mesh changing room was the most memorable one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Community um, spirit. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then I think after before before that, uh, we had a conversations with you and a few other ladies as well in the mm. in one of your space at the Clarky, right? Is it Clarky? Um, yeah. yeah. Central, I think. Um, that was um, the one that was with um, City Square Mall. So ah, that yes, was in yes, partnership yeah. with CDL. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I managed to kind of like get connected to some of the ladies and as and when we still get connected as well. And then that's how we also had a swapping experience together in that in that uh, mass changing room. Yeah, so I thought it, that was really fun. Like not only... I uh, not only swapping, but you really make friends and create um somehow create a friendship as well from that swapping experience. Yeah, yeah. Great. So, so what I'm saying also is like you are somehow with this swapping experience, you are forging relationship not just with um your clothes and the things that you take, but also from the people who are attending, which is good to hear. Um, yeah. And moving on to um, my next question, this Zoom meeting and, and discussion with you is very much new to all of us because we know the main reason of it is the, through the pandemic. And you have been experiencing swapping before the pandemic. How do you think it will change the swap experience and what do you look forward after this? Hmm. I can share. <laughs> I always have things to say. Now, uh, I think I don't think you can swap now, right? Because people are a bit careful with you know the virus passing on on clothes and whatnot. So it's a, a little bit 
a shame, you know. Then I attended a fashion revolution, which now goes online, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. So I don't have to fly to London for, for all the workshops. <laughs> uh, yeah. I heard that they are launching a virtual swap, which I'm super excited about because they will have like some kind of barcode system or you know the story of a piece of clothes that you have. So I, I'm really looking forward to that. So maybe that will be in the next step for fashion pocket as well. Cool, thank you. But yeah. for Ratna. Yep, same here. That's that's what I have in mind as well. Yeah, and I think the some of the features the fashion puppet did on the online uh, at the website as well as the at the social media as well, it was very very useful. And, and sometimes when I just got like, hey, I think this is something that I I like, then kind of like you reserve that right <laughs> without needed to really go yeah. down to the store and get it for yourself yeah i thought that was really very helpful yeah so um, yeah thank you and first thing um yeah i think just uh adding on to what jasmine and ratna have uh mentioned like this whole digital swapping thing it's really really exciting and uh i look forward to see how you know these uh, organizations and these startups are going to propel uh, the digital movement for swapping and also i think uh that like like the benefits of swapping are not going to go anywhere, right? No matter in whatever uh, uh, like backdrop we are in, even if we are in a pandemic, like exchanging of goods come naturally to us. It's not like a it's not like a far fetched idea where you have to go out of your way to do it. So I think on top of you know um, relying on on tech and on. Uh, digitalizing or digitizing the the operations i think we can also just go back to uh, return to a small scale swap for example that like you can swap with like informal swaps can be a thing again like uh getting in touch with uh like you know when when it's safe to socialize again and, and together in, in trusted small groups <laughs> uh you know like swapping or clothes can be a way to reconnect people it can be an excuse for uh for, for gathering for a party mm -hmm. even so yeah i look forward to 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 that to forging that connection with uh fellow swappers and also yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I think there's just a lot of opportunities for us to really grow, um, not just a, like, for example, for us, not just a business, but also on how we can still be relevant and engaging to the community. For sure, we are trying to expand that learning and um, at the same time to really add value more with what we're learning from this pandemic. So before we say bye to everyone, my last question is about um, like in, in this running three months of being in a pandemic and like your experiences in swapping, what are some of the most valuable lessons that you can share to other people that they that might be inspiring or you know that is relatable to them? I always go first, Sorry. so now you all go first. <laughs> I, I talk so much. <laughs> Uh, okay, I can go first. Uh, sorry, Ray, could you just repeat the question again? Because yeah, I was not <laughs> No, I think um, the question is more about like with all what is happening in the world now and you being an advocate of sustainability, what are some of the valuable lessons that you've been learning personally that you can share to everyone that, you know, perhaps can, you know, be 
a guide to them? Yeah, uh, no, for sure. That's a great question, actually. Um, and it's also something I've been thinking about. Uh, so I think with everything that is going on right now with the world, um, I've started to learn, you know, that that our, our fashion spending is political, right? There's no escape in, 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 in saying that it's not because it is, right? Even if mm-hmm. you are buying, uh, like with every fashion purchase that you make you are make you you are contributing and you are deciding how the fashion system uh will, will, turn, out, will turn out to be right so I, I am trying to um for the longest time uh, when i was uh, in my journey of advocacy for slow fashion and sustainable fashion i've tried to uh hold back slightly on you know um on 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 being too much of a oh you know you should spend your money wisely like buy less buy better sort of thing but now I'm starting to realize that you know what we should empower people to make them realize that they have a say as much as you know people making the decisions in, uh, in, in sitting in executive uh, boards that you too have an equally powerful choice to make um, if today you are you you are spending your you know, instead of buying clothes, buying brand new clothes, and you 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 accumulate this amount of money, and you you put it towards uh investing in a in a swapping membership, for example, like that is supporting a local business and also supporting um the reuse of clothing, the reutilization and the redistribution uh of clothing in the system. So I think this is something that is pretty powerful, and uh, I look forward to you know. Uh, this this almost uh, this whole revolution that is happening like people are tired sick and tired of the old ways sick and tired of business as usual, uh, and and it is when people are angry that uh, regenerative uh, economy and you know like things like that will, will will come back and I look forward to especially people in Singapore I look forward to um, Singaporean uh, consumers fashion consumers to you know put the money towards the right causes I guess yeah and it's important to recognize that you have a part to play in the ecosystem okay yeah thank you what's it going next Rana (laughs) (laughs) I talk too much (laughs) actually I have the same view as Singh as well like uh, each and every one of us have a a part to play in uh, that uh, helping to save the earth, you know, in the sustainability and all that. And uh, I think this global pandemic is also like really a, like a reset button for each and every one of us to really rethink again about uh, about our consumptions, about consumerisms as well, and how do we spend? Uh, what kind of how how does this really impact the world, the earth as well? And um, it really, it really for, for me itself, it uh, because of this global pandemic, right? I, I kind of like okay, like because mostly you are at home, right? <laughs> and then you are like wearing like just a normal clothes, you know, like just a normal home clothes, and it, it really like really helps me to cut down so much on spending on clothes as well. Yeah, and then because of the swapping experience, uh, the swapping things as well, I, I've cut down so much on buying clothes, which I can channel it in a much more um, 
empowering cause like uh, maybe donating for charity or doing something better for the community as well yeah i think uh it really this global pandemic really helps me to really rethink again about our con consumptions and how we can channel our resources especially financially into doing a better things for the world as well yeah nice yeah. Very well, nice. thank you. Yeah, that's last a lot. But not the least, Jasmine. <laughs> yes, rethinking keep popping out. It's true. You, during this time, it's really about reassessing, reevaluating your life. What's the true value of your life? Is it money? Is it family? What is the true value? And uh, I've been a fighter, you know, like advocating, you know, like a warrior, blah, blah, blah. But actually now, at home, stay at home right now. I still do it on a, on a in digital format, like online. But actually, I find a lot of joy regrowing my edibles right now. I'm so like auntie right now. <laughs> I just don't want to fight the world anymore. I just wanted to grow my edibles and eat them <laughs> and be happy. And, um, and I found this quote also during my sharing session, one of my sharing session. It says, um, the best things in life aren't things. So it really, again, assess, reassess, what is the thing that truly made you happy? Yeah. <laughs> Sparks Amazing. joy. Amazing. Yes. Thank you so much. So for me, if I'll summarize our conversation, um, I think the two main topics that keeps pop, um, popping um, within this conversation is first, um, how the swapping community is forging relationships. Um, to other people who are swapping and also and also you building that kind of relationship to the clothes that you have, which is amazing to see that kind of, of power. And, and then second one is the word itself empowering in two ways because based from what you were sharing, it is actually um, expanding your empowerment, not just to yourself, but also to the resources that you have that would have a greater impact in a bigger scale, like in a community or like other causes that you guys are um, supporting, which is very um, heartwarming to see how this simple act of exchanging clothes is also empowering you to expand that kind of um, empowerment to other people or other activities in your life. Like again, what Jasmine has mentioned, now we're all um you know somehow stuck in all our houses the things that we've been doing in advocating or promoting sustainability may not be um, suitable nowadays but we can do the small things that we have and care for ourselves i think that's all it it needs to be um it all go back to ourselves and see what we can do in small things and if we do that collectively that creates a bigger impact so before we say goodbye again, thanks so much for your time and for all who are listening with us. Hopefully this inspire you to try on swapping or secondhand or even, you know, whatever that you need to cut down um, in, in your life. Like it can be whatever stuff that you are accumulating or you just revisit the kind of a person that you would want to be in the future. Thank you so much and hopefully to see you after this pandemic and um, stay safe. Um, yeah, and see you again. Thank you. Thank you. Nice to meet everyone. Thank you for joining us. We hope the power of swapping has empowered you to take 
a step farther towards a more sustainable lifestyle. And if you enjoyed the podcast, make sure to subscribe, share it with your friends, and even give us a topic that you would want us to cover next. Thanks for listening. Stay fashionably sustainable. Thank you.